how's going? It's ITJ Tarajek and today I just want us to talk about something that has been happening in our communities for a longer time and that is about properties that are being hijacked or should I say the problems of properties that are hijacked, how do you solve them? So two things that I want us to, to, to zoom into. I've been buying properties for the last kind of like five years or so and I have come across properties that have been hijacked but today I actually want to, to focus on something that is very important and this is about how do you actually ensure that the properties that you've got that you have bought you prevent them from being hijacked and this is something that I have seen because I've been buying properties that were hijacked as well so for that reason, I am able actually to reverse engineer it and say, well, how can I make sure that my properties that I have bought are not being hijacked? So in the, I'm going to speak about three properties that I have bought in the last maybe two, two and a half, uh, two and, two and a half years ago. Because I want to stress the fact that when you're starting off, it's not really good to just jump into a property that is hijacked and that's your first deal. Is a property investment because it comes in with other problems and you might not have the right muscles yeah you might not have the right muscles powers to go in into a particular property like that at this time i've built a um i've built some kind of a, a, a network a strong network i now know good lawyers good eviction teams and things like that of people that can help me if i'm to get stuck and where to go and who to consult with. But that's not the point of the discussion today. Let me start off by saying that there, I have bought properties that have been hijacked before. And what were the real problems or what were the common issues that I saw that caused these properties to be hijacked? I'm going to speak to property number one that I recently bought. Some of you have seen that video. And the reality of that property is that it is a small property, a three-bed, two-bed uh, um, property in a good neighborhood with a cottage at the back. And for many properties that are in that area, they're making good money from rental. And the first thing that I realized on that property was that the people that were selling that property, when they were talking to the estate agent, they indicated that they hadn't been to that property in the last 15 years. Yes, 15 years. I did say that correctly. So they had inherited this property. So basically here the father had bought this property. It was an investment property and the kids were not involved in that property. And long behold, he was late. So he passed on. The wife has grown old and she's tired, but she lost track of this property because she thought that she had given it to the son without you know doing the paperwork so it was still actually a deceased estate by the time i go to the property so the three of them had actually inherited this property and they never actually winded off the estate and for that reason this property has been kind of like going on going on like that and they had people on that property and those people stopped paying rent I remembered when I approached the, some of the tenants and the, one of the tenants had been on that property for 25 years. And he said to me, look, things have been going very well until the father died. And I knew the father very well because he used to come here all the time to collect rent. 
and we started fixing things on our own but what basically happened is that these guys forgot about us and we stopped paying rent and we would take the rent towards fixing the things and this was property number one that i bought so it was an inherited property and because it was inherited the people that inherited uh, the property they didn't care and this is how properties get actually hijacked because there you have an inheritance but you actually don't want the inheritance if you're one of those people who are going to be inheriting something that you don't like especially if it's a property i am happy to buy that property from you because i like properties the second one is a property that I bought not so long ago. I think it's about maybe about a year, year and a half ago. And this particular property, the owner of the property had long migrated out of the country. So what he did was that he had a caretaker that he had on the property and they had about four, of pro pro four properties that he had. And out of it, what basically used to happen is that this caretaker used to manage all four properties. The landlord left for the United Kingdom and he hasn't come back in the country for the last 10 years. But in the last five years, guess what happened? The caretaker took matters into his own hands. All of these properties have been paid up and the caretaker actually started uh, um, collecting rent into his own back pocket. What happened here? the guy who migrated to the uk was life so good in the uk that he forgot about his assets in south africa i don't know did he lose track of the caretaker i don't know but eventually when i started digging in and now when i found this guy what basically happened he indicated to me that his caretaker he didn't actually know that this was what's happening and when I was talking to the caretaker, the caretaker was saying that his landlord owes him money. So this was kind of some kind of a stalemate, but in the process, the caretaker was ripping the benefits of this asset whilst the owner is in the UK. The third property that I'm going to talk about is, I met the owner of this property and I met this owner in a little town called Hout Bay. I love that area, I love that neighborhood. One day when I grow up, I think I am going to be staying there maybe for half of the year, uh, but I just love how bad. I did meet this guy and this guy actually has multiple properties in an area called Windsor. And I flew to Cape Town and I went to How Bay with my family at one point and we made it a business family holiday trip. And whilst I was seeing this guy, my family was on a holiday. At the same time, when I did meet up with him, his demeanor indicated to me that he didn't care about these properties. His demeanor indicated to me that the properties are there. Well, what had happened? This guy didn't care much about his properties. He had tenants that were in there. One, of, one or two of his tenants became a caretaker and out of it, they took things into their own hands. These properties up until now, they haven't been sold. And what he basically did was, he had a property and this, uh, one of the properties that he had, it was a big complex, around about 40 units in it. But he, he had built it cash back in the days in the 90s. And out of it, what he did is that he migrated to uh, Haube. But once he was in Harbei, he had another business there. So property was another business that he had. 
And as I started talking to him, he indicated to me that, TJ, I cannot be bothered with evicting people and all of those things. They can stay there if they want to. And I said to him, Don't you, aren't you worried about the rates and taxes? And he says, I'm paying them. And I said, what about water? And he says, no, the water we've long switched it off because I told the council that my property has been hijacked. I said, oh, really? But why are you not doing something about it? And he says, well, I've got a, um, I've got some, I borrowed some money and that property is on, on loan on that, pro uh, on that property. And the business where I am currently working is giving me more money than what I could be getting on that property. And that explained the demeanor that he gave me when I started meeting up with him. And I actually realized that this guy was totally absent. So three types, three properties that I went to buy that had been hijacked. The first one is an inheritance. The second one, the people had migrated. And the other landlord was just absent. So I want to dive in now in terms of how do you actually see or what are the properties that are, that can be easily be hijacked right the properties that can be easily hijacked so it's not norm that properties can just get hijacked you know it's not normal that there's there gotta be something wrong and the three things that i have seen from these three uh, landlords is that if properties are inherited and those that have inherited, if they don't care and they are absent, that property can easily be hijacked. It's a fact, I have seen many properties like that. The second one is that if the landlords are not looking after caretakers, the caretakers are very close to the detail of what's happening on the property. They can also hijack the property. I, have, I, I don't know how many properties I have gone out and I've been told they've been hijacked. And if I dig in a little bit more, it is always the caretaker who has hijacked the properties. So being this word hijack might sounds like it's a big word, but actually it's all an inside job. The third one is around the absent landlord, like the guy who's on Hout Bay. And these are my top three examples of how properties can easily be hijacked. Now, I want to jump in into the comment here of now how can you actually prevent your property from being hijacked so how can you do that so the first thing is that you need to buy in areas that you know that is the first thing if you understand a particular area and you know that area you're comfortable to drive around in that area you're comfortable to walk around in that area that is point number one into making sure that your property is not hijacked. Because you understand it. How can something that you understand so well be hijacked from you? You know the neighborhood. You know Joseph from down the street, Susan Mary from up the road. You know everybody. I'm not advocating that you should be going in a neighborhood where you're investing and you need to know everyone. No. Be aware of what is happening in and around your asset. That's all I'm saying here. And if you are buying it for the first time in a particular area, investigate, investigate, investigate. Is there a home association in the area? Attend the meetings. Even if you are just coming through and you're attending and there is, you're not contributing, but at least you're understanding the who's who's, at least you're understanding what is happening. The second thing is that you need to visit your properties regularly. You need to visit your property at least twice or once in a quarter visit your property see what is happening in the area 
okay, fine, you don't want to be known that you are the landlord of the property, so go and look for accommodation, you know, whilst you're seeing other things that are there, right? Visit them. The more you visit, you're going to see other things that you were not seeing before. And if there is anything that is changes that you're not comfortable with, it's maybe it's time for you to sell. Maybe it's time for you to get out. Maybe it's time for you to get a stronger property manager who is able to manage things on your behalf. The last point for me here is that you need to be present at your property, right? What do I mean by being present at your property? Number one, you can either employ what we call a caretaker. And there's many ways in which you can employ a caretaker. You can actually employ a person that really works for you one-on-one. -on -one. Or if you are one of those people that are not happy to employ a caretaker, you can make one of your tenants a caretaker. And this is like, you know, like properties that are like a two-bed, one-bath in a complex, they don't get hijacked. It is properties that are on a standalone and they have multiple occupants in it. These are the ones that normally get hijacked. And that's why you hear me talking about a caretaker. That's why you hear me talking about having maybe someone who's looking after the property. The third, um, still on the third point of being present is that it, I know a lot of people run away from this. They don't want to pay property management fees. They are there for a reason. But you need to find a strong property manager who is going to look after your asset. And if you don't have a strong property manager who is looking after your, uh, your interest, then it basically means that, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. If you don't want to pay 8%, 10%, whatever you're paying for, but make sure that your property manager is the best property manager in the area. That's all I'm saying here. My bonus to this, all of this, whether you have a property manager or whether you're going to be managing this, is that to prevent your property being hijacked. Properties normally get hijacked from inside. It's not people from outside that are going to come in, break doors and say, yeah, we are collecting rent. That's seldom. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. But that's seldom, right? And if that happens, you're going to hear about it. The ones that it's, it's, it's like regularly, it's an inside job. So for that reason, what you need to do is that you need, this is my bonus point to you, you need to improve on security on your properties. Improve your security and preferably security that you control. It's important that when you are at a property, when you've got a property, you need to have a strong understanding of your tenants. Who are the tenants? So which comes to my point of screening, 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 screening. It is of importance that you are able to screen the people that are in your properties, okay? The more you understand these properties, the better it is. I'm a great advocate of not having the same nationality or should I say the same kind of like tribe of people on one property. Let's say, you know, it's a 10-unit building and you just have uh, people from KZN or people from Congo or whatever. I had to mix. Because when you mix people up, it's very difficult for them to, you know, to, 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 to come together and be against you or some, something like that. Because that's also another thing that I've also seen in these properties. You get guys, I'm not saying guys from Congo, they hijack buildings, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, and I'm not saying guys from KZN, they hijack buildings, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that where you have a stronghold of one nationality, 
they kind of like start devising things into their own hands and that's where sometimes you can lose track i hope this information has been helpful and if you've got a property that's been hijacked and you are failing to get it off your hands and you want help on that i am happy to buy it off your hands and if you have a property somewhere where you're thinking that it's been hijacked and you're thinking of buying it but you just know how to do it again drop me a comment i'll get back to you and see how best i can help you my name is tj it's been great hanging out with you and uh, if this information has been of value to you i suggest that you can jump on into the link below uh, and hit the subscription button and we'll be chatting with you soon god bless and cheers go back